Welcome back, Benvenidos, to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I'm your amigo, your cult leader, your podcast host, Jordan Garcia, and with me is the man who puts the bitty in the bomb bomb. Ay, 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 Armando Avizu here. <laughs> and Jordan, what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast besides, uh, you know, we're well, compadres, compados. Well, uh, besides sing guapos. really well, yeah. um, besides do great Sol- Selena covers, uh, yeah. anything for Selenas. Anything. What we like to do here on the Criterion Cult is we'll talk about a film that is on the Criterion Collection, and then one of us will bring a film, and we pair it with that, and we one of the films that we believe belongs, it, it deserves a Criterion treatment. You know? Yeah. It the, deserves that release. The, deserves that artwork, deserves those supplements, yeah. deserves that commentary, that you know that look back on why it des- this it deserves the excitement of of seeing it being announced mm-hmm. on and you know recently and yeah. stuff was announced you know yeah criterion just recently announced was it uh, love and basketball love and basketball which i will say this we had oh. we had talked about having yes. an episode of that i was going to yes. bring one of those and down the line look we have these things planned people i've never seen love and basketball well that, that well now that it's in the collection we can actually pair it with something else yeah. maybe hopefully so yeah, so this is my episode. I'm bringing some shit this time. Yeah, the and Mexican. We are talking about from El- down under. We're talking no, no. Oh yeah, no. We're talking about the. We're going south of the border, homie. Oh okay. Yeah. This is El Norte, mm-hmm. which is the Criterion film from 1985, and later what I'm bringing. Uh, 83. Sorry. 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 No, no, you're right. You're right. I just can't. I just don't know how to write a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later, what I'm bringing to the collection is Selena. 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 Selenas. By the same director, uh, Gregory, Gregory Nava. Nava. Yeah. yeah. And so, first and foremost, we'll talk about El Norte. And that is, uh, again, directed by Gregory Nava. Cinematography by the great James Glennon, who did Election, Citizen Ruth, a lot of Alexander Payne stuff. But I call and... him great because this right here is just, it's one of his first kind of uh, cinematography gigs if you yeah, will and, and it's fucking fantastic yeah and it's we'll a beautiful looking later. movie yeah but it's not all i mean gregory nava obviously no no that's what i just said uh, james well, james all, no it's, no it's, i mean I'm, it's not all james glenn because obviously greg oh, oh, has the vision sure, for these shots because course. it carries over into selena and stuff like that definitely definitely but, yeah. yeah yeah no doubt about that but and then, i mean i'm not not downplaying uh james glennon but yeah, yeah you know, no i got but you. he was great like he worked it, yeah Sorry. I got you. All right. <laughs> Do you? Audience? Do you no, hear no. Me? I understand what you're saying. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And this film, El Norte, stars Zaide Silvia Gutierrez, who As, plays Rosa, mm-hmm. and David Villalpando, who mm-hmm. plays Enrique, and Ernesto Gomez Cruz, who plays the father, Arturo, Arturo and yeah. Alicia Del Lago, who plays the mother, Lupe. Mm-hmm. And then you have Mike Gomez, who plays uh, kind of an informer, trader kind of guy. And then you have Trinidad Silva, who plays Monty, Don Monty, yeah. sort of a guy who kind of, once they get to America, kind of helps them, but sort of is just yeah, kind of he's using like them. A, yeah. Yeah. And then you have uh, Lupe Antiveros. Lute, Lupe Antiveros. And you know what? I know she's just the actress, but, you know, she plays Nacha in here, but, you know, she also plays Yolanda in Selena. In Selena, yeah. So, you know, fuck her. So, I mean, Gregory Nava took her for a ride, you know? Yeah, and then also, yeah. well, yeah, she's kind of like his Robert De Niro, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, she's like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen his other stuff. Yeah. Is is she in Mi Familia? Probably, uh, right? I don't know. I mean, I I mean Jennifer see... Lopez is, is in she? Mi Familia. Yeah, oh, really? So. Oh, shit. I believe then so. Then why the hell did they do that fucking search for uh, a Selena when they had J-Lo? Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. Maybe I don't okay. know. 
She know. might. I don't know. I thought she plays like someone. You know, I don't know. Anyway, maybe I don't know. I don't know. And then I know last and train. certainly least is Tony Plana. Actually, not last, but he's not least. Yeah. But he plays a pocho. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what that is, that's what we are. Yeah. We are Mexican Americans who, who don't speak, speak Spanish, yes. and yeah, that's what we're considered. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. this film is about after their family is killed in a government massacre, brother and sister Enrique and Rosa flee Guatemala. And embark on a perilous journey to El Norte, the United States. The United States, the North, the Great White North, as you said. Yeah, and so um, I, this the, the the significance of me bringing up the fact that this is our first time watching this film is that because uh, you know we we saw the trailer, and yeah. it looked like it might be a little bit of we, a, a sentimental kind really of like, cheesy. Uh, well, you know, like those art house films, like back in the day, where you just like. It's really catering to that art, uh, catering to that audience, like almost like English patient or some shit like that. You know? I, I, yes. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it really is like it's trying to scratch the butt of like that kind of Academy voter kind of sensibility. Those other kind of like you know not scratch just, the butt of the Academy. I don't know about that. But I just anyway. want to make sure you laughed. At it. <laughs> I, mean, I was trying to ignore it, but you really want to, you really want to give me a laugh out of me. I don't know how. I don't know why. But go on. But anyway, but yeah, the trailer is really that kind yeah. of like a little more middle class, like artsy kind of like, uh, you know, film goer where you would go see this or something and it would be attractive to you. But I don't know. I, we've been kind of talking about this episode for a while, actually, like doing El Norte and Selena. We have, you yes. Have, you know, so I did watch the trailer when you mentioned it to me. And I don't know, like it was kind of like it was just one of those trailers that, yeah, it's kind of stuffy. It's like that. But I still was a little intrigued by it. Because obviously I, I've seen Selena, so I'm like, yeah, right. I'm willing to see his other work, obviously. Right, and I understood that Gregory Nava, like, yeah, because mm-hmm. I've seen Selena, mm-hmm. I, I knew that he isn't just a boring director. Yeah. You know, and especially if this is one of his first films, I imagine that it would be more so, uh, mm-hmm. there would be more so behind it. He would be kind of doing a lot of stuff in here, and he does. He does a lot of great stuff in here mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, it's a story about uh, two Guatemalan you know basically immigrants who go yeah. to san diego and they go through all this shit they 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 deal with like hardships with mexicans with like people who look down on them because they see yeah. them as like indians and like you know these like gross people to them yeah. you know because they're real they're real natives they're, yeah, they're not real, like mixed yeah, uh, yeah they're indians you know, they're yeah. straight up indians they're not where you know like the conquistadors like came and invaded mexico and stuff oh, well, like that yeah they're natives you well know? they call them indians but they're yeah. natives yeah, yeah they are but all the, like the mexicans are obviously like half like spaniard and you know right. natives or whatever like, yeah there's like kinda... a mix of it and it's just like they, they feel like they're better than them because yeah. you know they're still you know they're people who live in in sort of poverty in a lot of ways yeah they treat them like slave they have yeah. pretty much slave labor labor they're picking something off like a vine or whatever i don't right. know what it is what, what what was it um i'm not sure some sort of berries or something right mm-hmm. at the beginning Whatever they're doing, it, yeah. it just, it, you know, it just looks, it, it doesn't look like it's hard work. It just looks like they're, they're you know, it's they're, under, they're under the thumb of some fucking yeah. horrible asshole, some horrible person who's not giving them breaks, who's not letting them do anything. And so, of course, it makes sense that they want to leave this and go to a better life. Well, that right? beginning, that beginning scene kind of uh, reminded me of that Cool Hand Luke scene where it's like the warden looking after him while they're digging and stuff, you know, and it has like that, like you know that reflection off his sunglasses and stuff i mean right. it doesn't do that exactly but it's this guy kind of looking over them and doing this and like just wielding a gun for no reason to like have control over them yeah like if they feel... kind of get out of line or, right right you know? right yeah yeah definitely but yeah it was kind of i mean it was cool i mean it's not necessarily that it was like stolen from that or something but it was just kind of like oh yeah it just reminded you know, it gave you the rem- same vibe yeah, of it yeah. and which uh, that's what i feel like 
Gregory Nava, who's from San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, but he, you know, he has a Mexican, he's, you know, yeah. he's Mexican and he's, yeah. um, I feel like he, he understands, uh, storytelling with doing stuff with the camera and lighting. Yeah. And I'll get more into that actually in Selena, but here he uses a lot, he uses a lot of natural lighting and he also, I think he just focuses on, you know, I, I think keeping things going and lively, you know, he wants, yeah, interesting he, looking, right, he, you know? he understands that. The story can get sentimental, and he and he focuses on character yeah. and trying to you know show you these two people in their lives. You know, it doesn't just jump into that plot, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't just get into oh, um, you know, we, we just have to like run and try to cross the border. It takes yeah. a while to kind of get into that. It shows you their it family. Takes, it, it takes its time. You know? Yeah, it yeah. takes its time, and, and so it really gives you all that that sentimental stuff and that stuff that you know a lesser director I think would focus too much on and mm-hmm. and really just sort of uh, never do anything with the camera not worry about any you know we've talked about this where it'd be flat lighting there yeah. wouldn't really be anything to it it wouldn't have anything everything would just be in focus kind right. of and just and, and they would really just want boring. you to just hear the dialogue like boring talking heads yes. shit you know yeah like, boring talking head shit which we I think we always talk about how much we hate that shit yeah. on this podcast and this film is not that at all it, it, like, it's super the, anti that yeah the yeah. wardrobe is like popping out like you know even like I mentioned like when they're kind of in like uh like the Guatemala area you know like this I think it's San Pedro or whatever they call it like this is where they're from, like where they're at and it kind of looks like a Diego Rivera painting, but not like that. You know, it's like obviously Diego Rivera is like a stylized painter and stuff right, like that. Yeah, but yeah. you just see like, but you know, the background the is those is those cornfields and like how the like leaves are just kind of drooping. Like, you know, and it's just kind of beautiful how it looks like when uh, Enrique is talking to his dad, not go not to go to this meeting that they're having to try and break free from this like, uh, right. you know, yeah, these other people that have taken of, this land. Yeah, you know? his dad's part of this kind of resistance. Yeah. That's sort of going against these people who have sort of taken these, you know, these yeah. native people's land. They're yeah. just making them be slaves and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, these these shots are like really beautifully like framed and like colorful in their own way. Like, you know, it's it that's what that's really interesting, you know, what's going on. Also what's in the background, not just in the foreground, like the characters, you know. Obviously the story is kinda like intriguing, you know, like and it's really weird that this film was in 83, you know, because I don't know. I don't think of this kind of stuff. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't I, it's I, not weird, but it's just, you know, like this film was almost kind of lost, maybe because it was barely restored in 2017. Yeah, right. You know? like, right. So, yeah, it probably was lost. But I, I to me like that's I, I do feel like it has kind of that same liveliness and excitement mm-hmm. of films from the 70s, from like the, the yeah. early late 70s. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It still has that. That sort of thing where you see, you're like, oh, wow, this is like a new voice, like saying, yeah. like showing these stories that, you know, that could have turned into like an after school special or like a PBS kind of thing yeah. where it's just showing you this sad story about these immigrants trying to cross over and make a life for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it could have really just worried about sappy shit and things like that. And, and he does a really great balance of not not ever going too much into that. Mm-hmm. He really like focuses on his style as well and you know there's like surreal elements in the film yeah. you know where things happen they see things and they have dreams and yeah, stuff these like visions that and, and stuff that really like makes that, it yeah. exciting as well yeah. because it doesn't just it gives you the mindset of these people it shows you you know what mm-hmm. what they're feeling and how you know it that's that's like a crazy thing to go through to have to like fucking immigrate to another country that you have no idea yeah. what's going to happen when you get there you don't speak the language you don't you know what i mean it, well, it's just that's, insane that's what was exciting about the story is just like i don't know like I mean, you don't really, I feel like you don't, you see these things on screen, but the way uh, Gregory Nava, like, kind of, like, takes it slowly through, like, all these, like, transitions, you know, where it's almost like, 
it's just like hurry up and let's get to America. You know, let's already get across the border. Like let's, let's not really show like there's like a struggle, but not like as the struggle as he shows it. You know, where it really affects them and it right. affects the characters later. You know, yeah, where they yeah. don't like you know that you really experience this whole kind of thing. Like you know, in like I mean, uh, what was that movie Born in East L.A. You know, like it's yeah. kind of like a joke. It's funny. It's a joke. You know, but it's like. And he's working in Mexico to kind of like get to a coyote to like get him over the border and stuff. Right, but and that's this a film, real thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's a real thing too. But this one really like takes its time in that kind of in that part of like uh, you know the the story element about this film. You know, that's what I really liked about this. You know, like it, it does drag a little bit maybe, but it really does take its time and makes me feel for these characters like what they're going through and like how they're naive to these things you know where someone yeah. tries to rob them and stuff like that and they really don't have that much money and like the guy who robbing him doesn't realize how much money is a lot to them you know because that's something different you know? right yeah twenty dollars was a lot to them yeah. and the guy's like what twenty dollars like yeah. that's not I, i'm trying to rob you yeah. for that you know and that yeah that's it, it is because like you said it, it is that it's not just uh worrying about like the plot to be like oh let's just throw them in horrible situations mm-hmm. to kind of make this sort of like i don't know not an adventure film but i guess kind of like a just to like put like a i guess a torture porn in a way where <laughs> you just kind of see these people who just go through horrible shit yeah, yeah. for no reason you know and here i mean it's, it's not a happy ending you well know what i mean, mean they do but, go through a lot of horrible shit right but, but they but also have this but, time but, but that's what i'm saying it, it feels happy it know? feels realistic and mm-hmm. it feels it feels like, uh, you know, again, like the, there's a scene where they go through this tunnel. They have to crawl through this tunnel in order to cross this certain yeah. border. border yeah. And they and they crawl through this tunnel, which is just filled with shit and dead yeah. animals. And, and all. then and the at one coyote point, guy tells them, like, before they even, like, it feels like there's no end. Right. It feels like some stuff. Keep you have to going. keep going. And then at one point, just like a bunch of rats, rats yeah. just come out of nowhere. And they just are attacking them, just like jumping mm-hmm. on them, biting them, just crawling through them. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they just... You know, it's, it's all done, and like, they, it's said and done, and they're just like, "Well, let's keep going." Like, I, I would have crawled, I, like I would have rolled over and died at that point. But, I would have not have been able to keep going because there's no, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's just, it's sort of like, well, okay, after this, there's like gonna be more. Like, yeah. that's not even. This is not. That's like just, barely yeah. the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Like, literally a bunch of rats. Like, I'm gonna have to worry about the fucking ridiculous and horrible border patrol people. Yeah. All those horrible border patrol cops that are in this fucking movie. And then, like, everything else. All the, you know, all the Mexicans and, and people that are, are of my, like, you know, people that I should, that should be helping me, taking advantage of me. You yeah. know, once I, you know, yeah, using exactly. me for cheap labor, shit like that. You yeah. know? It, it's, yeah, they're just being, and yeah, con- they're constantly being used yeah. by someone else who is, like, just, you know, like, taking advantage of their naivete or whatever how you say it you know like it's just you know they don't know better and they're just trying to like you know make a better life for themselves but these people you know are a little not smarter than them but they just know how to take advantage of these kind of people and that's and also that was another thing that's really great about this film is just like how it's just um it isn't just like that artsy kind of film, you know, where oh, it yeah, just, it's yeah, stuffy. Oh, yeah, yeah, not at all. You know, yeah. like they go through the, like when they're going through the tunnel, it's like scary. And like when they, uh, when the father gets killed, it's like a horror film, you know, of the of that time, you know, where what's kind of going on and becoming popular. Like, right. re, like Gregory Nava really knows how to like make, uh, you know, not just a, like, like, just like a straightforward, like, you know, like film where it might 
you know, just feel stuffy and artsy and stuff like that. He's really like dipping into other genres and storytelling. Like right now, when you're talking about the rat scene, that's almost like Indiana Jones or something when he's dealing with snakes and stuff like that. You know, it's just, yeah, but it's way more scarier in this film where it's, it's like, except it's Indiana Juan. <laughs> Indiana Juanos? I don't know. No, that wasn't uh, good. Yeah, that was Indiana good. Juan. Juan. That, that made sense. Yeah, because we can't Nothing find anything that matches with Jones. Indiana. Yeah. Um, Indiana. Yeah, anyway. Indiana Jorge. Anyway, no. keep going with your point. I'm sorry. But yeah, you I'm know, sorry I stopped but it. But in, like, in Indiana Jones, it's more played for laughs because, yeah, this, this is like, oh, yeah, Indiana Jones, like, I hate snakes. I hate, like, you know, like. Yeah, he's got white proof. Yeah. So he gets so to just the, be like, these, scared of those things. Yeah, and Enrique <laughs> and Rosa are dealing with rats, and it's really horrifying, you know, where it's not fun. It's scary. It's like. And, you know, later in the film, you find out, like, it, that that part plays much more in a bigger role than you think, you know? And yeah, you in the, wor- it, in the worst way. Yeah, exactly. In the absolute worst yeah. way. And because they've literally gone through so much, they've gone through so much yeah, shit. And this like, is the thing that, like, you yeah, know. And yeah. then rats are what's going to be, like, that yeah. fucking Their kills demise, you. you know, that's horrible. Like, and But look, that's kind of saying, that's like, a, that's like a foreshadowing thing, like... Like these people that they meet, they're rats. You know, they're just feeding off like what they Absolutely. can, you know, and yeah. using them. Like, you know, they don't know like any better kind of, and they're just like, you know, like just biting them, whatever, whatever they can get from these people, like, yeah. and use them and like just get rid of them. Like, and not, exactly. You know, like, yeah, so, and they, and they, they experience that a lot. You know, yeah. they do get me, you know, people who do help them along the way. Yeah. There, there was, I feel like me and you the whole time watching this were just like, Oh, this person's gonna fuck them over. Yeah. Oh, well, how, what's this person gonna do? You the can fuck? tell by because this guy's it's just, dream. It's just yeah. unfortunate because, you know, you know that these people are vulnerable. They don't yeah. speak any sort of language. They're just, you know, and it's just like, God damn it, there's, there's no way anyone's just gonna be nice to them. Yeah. It just sucks because that's just the way the world is. There's no one's just gonna be nice to yeah, you. Yeah. It's gonna eat you. They're up gonna and try sh- to take some out, shit you know? from you. You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. try to fucking hit you over the head, over the head with a rock in the forest and take your money, yeah. whether it's twenty dollars or a hundred dollars. Yeah. It, it does. You know what I mean? Yeah, that there was just like a weird, it, it, and and this like it does kind of and this film does like I don't know, like it does have well I mean especially with the ending it kind of does have that like uh, nihilist uh, kind of way of thinking where like there's a little bit of hope like you kind of see throughout the film they're mm-hmm. getting like you know they mm-hmm. like they get jobs and they're kind of no like, there, there is it, hope it you know? seems like and there's then hope. Yeah. just the ending really makes it like oh no don't fucking try don't. Well, yeah, you know, like yeah, I don't know, like I don't know what intense. I don't I mean, know what Gregor Nava is trying to say. Yeah, I, I couldn't really say exactly either what he's trying to say with this. Like, I don't know if he's like literally saying, "Yeah, it doesn't matter what you do, you're gonna fucking end up like dead." Yeah, and these everyone around you so is you going to well suck you dead. dry. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't run from it. Just take the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, don't try to outrun it because you're going to outrun it from this country and you're just going to go to another country where they're going to treat you the same, just in yeah. a different way. But, but it's the, the same it's shit. Like, it's like a, it's like this facade that America has where you have running water, even the poor have toilets and stuff like that, where well, they're saying in the you beginning, know, you know, I mean, we were talking about this, you know, while we were watching it, where they're, they're running from like a dictatorship where like mm-hmm. this, this government like runs their lives. Yeah. And so they get here and sure, the government doesn't do anything. But then they they live in some you know some apartment where they have to like their landlord's a dictator. Yeah, they get exactly. some job where their their boss is a dictator, mm-hmm. and they're still like having to deal with that tyranny. But it's just not in the, in, in like the the bigger like oh the whole country has to deal with yeah. it. It's just like well my building has to deal with this because my fucking landlord knows we're all you know we're all legal mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's a really it should be more of an emotional kind of Oscar film and it's not yeah. it's just exciting it, it feels very yeah. 
um, I don't know. It just—it's got a lot of uh, like a uh, uh, life in it. Well, yeah, like we were saying, like you know, like we saw the trailer and stuff, and yeah, when we first started watching, I was like, I was like, kind of unsure. I was like, fuck, this might just be fucking boring as hell, you know? It just might be one of those movies where we can't. I feel we can't talk about, like you know, sort of, you know, like it would just be that stuffy artsy kind of bullshit. Hey, you but know it's what? You, you got to start. You got to start. Uh, we both, I guess, got to mm-hmm. start. You know. We, we got to understand that we love the Criterion Collection. They're going to yeah. always bring us good stuff. They're bringing, yeah, They're exactly. always going to give us good stuff. I or at least change, or at least this, change our minds on the stuff that we think is going to be, you know, But, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's just one of those things where, like, I mean, I was still open to it. I was still, like, yeah, I'm down to watch it, but I kind of feel like it's going to be this, this other thing. And, obviously, it totally subverted my expectations and stuff like that. I was, like, excited watching this movie it was really it was, i just loved the storytelling of it all and the actors actors you know like Enrique i was just gonna say what Rosa. do you feel about the acting yeah in, in i terms of- i feel like they were like you know like you know uh top tier acting was going on like uh david villa P- P- uh pondo as enrique and then uh obviously oh, La- come on uh, saudi sylvia gutierrez like they're just great like they just oh, have Pocho. this like you're a pocho <laughs> yeah i know i am they just have this great like you know way with each other and on screen where they they have that you know like naiveness and wonder like you know they want to do something you want they want to go to el norte you know and stuff like that and it's just i just believe them the whole time you know and if they remade this i see like a uh, gabriel garcia as enrique's like you know like him being that guy if they ever remade this but i mean obviously why would they remake this? Because I hope just so they great. wouldn't. I mean, yeah. it'd be nice to see more stories like mm-hmm. like this yeah. from other directors. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Know, I wouldn't want them to necessarily remake it. Yeah. But I would love to see more immigration because I mean, you know, not to get all like serious and stuff like that or political, but like this is a pretty important film to watch, especially yeah. now with everything going on in terms of immigration and like people dealing with like the tyranny in yeah. their country and coming here thinking that that you know what I mean, like. All these yes. people, like all these white people are like oh don't come here like don't please don't come yeah. here but it's just like this place isn't good yeah like it's not good either you guys are yeah. making it lame for everyone like yeah. they're literally they're you know immigrants are literally dealing with bullshit and then coming over here to america and sure they're not it's not as bad as it's bullshit, a different kind of bullshit but it's still bullshit yeah. and it's so just like don't think that they're like getting a free ride yeah. or something like they're not at all yeah like the, there's well, no you there's know what i mean scene where sure, there's like they're sure there's like criminals and shit like that blah 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 Yes, but, obviously, but that's like everyone. Yeah, you know but there's I mean? also that scene where Rosa and um, uh, what's uh, Nacha's character, they they're kind of in downtown LA after like the they uh, close down like the La Migra closes down the 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 like sweatshop they work at, you know, which right. is ironing. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "This is just like Mexico or like you know stuff like that." And he's <laughs> like, "She's like, yeah, like you know, like white yeah. people don't want to be yeah, here. The they gringos, have, the gringos have, don't want to. They have their us. own neighborhoods yeah. and stuff like that, but." I mean, Mexicans kind of run downtown L.A. sort of, like, you know, this part of L.A. and stuff like that where it's, you know, it's still like they're like where, yeah, it, where Mexicans have become not the minority anymore. Like now more so they're like the majority and stuff like that, you know, where like, right, yeah. they're running all this stuff. And it just, Mexican-Americans you know, are running this yeah. shit, dog. Yeah, and exactly. Mexicans, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. I mean, most, uh, you know, not necessarily Mexicans in general, yeah. but a wide range of, you know, Guatemalans. You know, yeah, uh, Latino like a, yeah, kind of, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, yeah, for sure, uh, yeah. hell yeah, and that's dope. I mean, we shouldn't be afraid of that. Why not? Like, we should be running more shit. Like, you know, we're doing well again, we're doing I, everything. You know, what, what both I, I think both of these films show this one more so mm-hmm. is that that's the thing is that you know, unfortunately, even those people you know that they meet along the way who sort of take advantage of them, yeah, you know, 
both ways it shows that like we're, we're hustlers we yeah. you know we, we 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 do what we have to do in this country that doesn't want us here yeah. but they would they'd love us to work for them yeah for but cheap. they need us to do you it, know what i mean yeah. well i mean you know obviously not us because we're you know we're mexican-american but in terms of like but you they know, need us they yeah. really do need us like yeah, yeah. they would be like that's the, the whole thing is like it's like a weird thing is like that's why like you know like they need us to have kids and stuff because they need more people to work for them like they need to keep it going like this whole like thing like rich people they don't they're not going to do it you know well like monty says when he talks to that guy where he's just like hey the whole economy of america yeah. would collapse if, if we didn't have the cheap labor yeah yeah they're smuggling these guys in with the exactly. cheap labor yeah it, and exactly. that's, un- that's, and that's unfortunately true yeah you know we you know obviously these guys should be getting paid way more yeah. for the labor that they're doing i just think but, but they're to... literally because they're getting paid for that so cheap like mm-hmm. things strive better yeah exactly you, they yeah. make more money because of us yeah and i think we really need to understand that we probably have more power than we really think we do have. Well, you know? of course we do. Where we need to th- take yeah. over some shit, you know. Like, well, what what needs to happen is that yeah, we just can't just you know it, we it, we you can't. It, it's one of those things where we we can't because there is those uh, what is it pochos there's a those yeah, fools exactly. that just get mad at everybody they, yeah. they 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 just feel like well i'm mexican you know it's like a, you yeah. know latinos for trumps like they just feel like they're mm-hmm. just mad at like regular kind of like mexican yeah. like or, or like regular immigrants who are just like working and doing hard work and they're just like mad that they're selling like ice cream or something yeah, you know what i mean exactly it's just like a strange it's, it's just really weird and, that and that's why we can't all come together well, like well we have those snakes ex- in our midst exactly it's like that whole thing when we watched uh uh what was it uh black messiah what was it called sorry yeah judas and the black Ju- messiah? judas mm-hmm. and the black messiah the wanderers where oh we, wait uh, what we, we need to understand where like we need to get everyone together you know like all the minorities oh right to, right, right. Like, yeah because they do together. that in, in judas and you the know, black messiah yes yes and, that's right that's he right he sees that and understands yes. like yeah, you're white, but they're treating you like yeah, you're, you're, a you're like a you're white like kind trash, of like a a, you know? a hick white, yeah. like a white trash person. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they you don't know where I'm going you. with this. Don't look at me crazy. Uh, no, no, I sort of forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I, forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that whole uh, like, yeah. that whole thing that happens in that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. And, and yeah, the Wanderers, yeah. where they do that too, where For like sure. you know, they, yes, we need exactly. to get together <laughs> and join forces because we have more power than they do. You know, and that's what we really need to understand is we have more power than than they do yeah absolutely absolutely especially because again you know it's the workforce we are the workforce for the most part you know especially the economy would collapse yeah as we're kind of seeing now because of covid and shit like that yeah where like yeah we need workers but they gave us some free money and no one wants to go back to work yeah but 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 you know and and again I, i think you know at first i was sort of a little kind of iffy about the acting because i wasn't sure i loved everything that was going on but as it went on you know it it didn't i really did feel like you said it was top-notch acting because of what was going on Mm -hmm. it made me feel you know it made me feel for everything they were doing like it never felt like this cheap kind of over dramatic thing you know there are some scenes that can kind of tiptoe into that yeah a little bit yeah but 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 i think it feels so realistic. They they just feel like real people, just mm-hmm. sort of saying these things and doing these things. Even though the, you know there's are act there are actors you recognize and stuff like yeah. that. But the two main characters mm-hmm. feel very real, very authentic. I don't know. It just feels like um, it doesn't feel like they're trying to win an Oscar or something. It's no, just like, not well, at they, all. Just like, like this is how I'm supposed to be. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's you get your final thoughts. thoughts? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mondo, what are your last thoughts on El Norte? Would you? I mean, you know, are you gonna head? On, are you gonna head to the north? Or, I'm already in the north. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. 
were we were privileged enough to be born here. Yes. But you know, I mean, and in this California, is, yeah. you know, if, for anyone who is, you know, whether they're Guatemalan, Mexican, or whatever, anyone mm-hmm. who is sort of a, a something American, right? Yeah. Whether you're, you know, uh, Italian American, what doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I think one great thing is to always appreciate what your fucking ancestors did to get you here. Yes. To so that you. Maybe your parents had to maybe deal with some shit, but you were able to be born here. It's one of those you know what I'm things saying? where like they ran so you could walk. You know, like Absolutely. that cheesy kind of thing. You yeah, know, but they literally crawl through rats yes. so that you can be a rat online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can be yeah, you can be <laughs> You know what I mean? That's literally what so our you could have did. a lettered box. <laughs> and and this film and not not that I ever you know, not that I didn't ever appreciate that. You know, I mean my grandparents they came here. Uh, you know, they did kind of the regular process, you know, they did, they got a green card kind of, they did all that stuff, but still, you know, there are different, you know, people who have, you know, uh, grandparents and things. It's not easy to just do that. And there's people who can't do that. They Mm -hmm. just, they just don't have the means. And so this film, I think, especially now, you know, with everything going on, it doesn't matter. I'm not even talking about just Mexican immigrants. I'm talking about immigrants from everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It just really shows you that, like, yeah, like these people but, are fucking uh, humans. Like they're human beings. Abe's like that's ca- crazy. Uh, Abe from Edward uh, Edward James Olmos' character. Abe might disagree with you because those fools are across the sea, and we're right down over here. Well, I don't <laughs> think that's what he's saying exactly. I mean, yeah, it's but hard. Whatever. Like, hey, it's you hard know? being a Mexican American. Right? I mean, yeah, he's right though. Yeah. I mean, he's right about that. But look. <laughs> It's, last it's crazy. It's What's crazy. It? Give me your last thoughts. Look, I mean, El Norte. It just, it really just makes me kind of proud to like. Uh, uh, it just really one of those films like Roma, like uh, uh, Alfonso Corion's yeah. Roma, which is also on the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. which maybe yeah. we'll do pretty soon. Yeah, I forgot. We, sure. you know, yeah. we should do that one soon. But <laughs> this really just makes me proud to be Mexican, to have those yes. roots in me, because it really just captures. The, oh, anyway, just do your last thoughts, but I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting yeah, you. Yeah, you keep going on and on like this film almost. You know? Because I mean, it's you know, it's, it was a great film. Like it's, I was excited. I was, I, it I was excited. Something in me. Exactly. I was excited after watching this film. I was like, this is so great. Like, why isn't this film more celebrated? I mean, yeah, it's on the Criterion Collection, but it's really one of those films that I see the cover of all the time, and I just kind of skip over. Why you know? isn't this like? Why isn't this just like? I don't know, like a Mexican film, like you yeah. know, I mean, Guatemalan film, whatever, yeah. whatever, Latin, whatever. Yeah. But like, it should be a film that we always should be talking about. It you is, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know, like we said earlier, it was recently re- recently restored. Two thousand seventeen. I mean, so we've had some time. It might, just might been have been lost, you know. But true. It's one of those films, like, God damn it, like why? I need to stop skipping over things that look like, I don't know, just okay. Or like, you know, like, well, especially through the criteria. Yes, exactly. You know, it was already, know, that's how I know, know it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not going to claim that I knew it before it was released. No, not at all. Yeah. I know it because of the criteria. I've seen exactly. it. Exactly. You know, so like, that was the thing is that like, I feel like I feel bad, you know, yeah. I mean, we have a podcast dedicated to them and we, we doubted them yeah. for a moment, yeah. you know? And I'm sorry, <laughs> Criterion. I'll never doubt you again. Apologize. All right. I'm good. Apologizing. Yeah. But yeah, El Norte is an exciting film and should be seen and celebrated. And, you know, Criterion is up on these things, of course. You know, they know what's going on. You know, like it's not yeah. just like, you know, Japanese cinema or like, you know, other like English or like, you know, foreign. Well, like we, stuff, I mean, you know? they need more Mexican yeah. kind of uh, different sort of all that kind of the yeah. spectrum of that. They need more of that. But yeah, this is like a fucking, but this, this is one a solid, is, yeah, this is a gem. Like why? Like, yeah. Yeah. We've heard of Mia Familia, which he's directed. And of course, Selena too. But this one really like, damn, like I've never seen it. Like I've never seen this 
I've seen this story a million times, but I've never seen it like this, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this is the one to go to and really study and watch and learn from, you know? For sure. Even just like every like filmmaking and like how to make like things look interesting in yeah. their own way. Like where it could just be I don't know, like, you know, just like the English patient. I've never seen the English patient, but I'm talking shit about it, sort of. But <laughs> it's just one of those things where, like, I, like, you know, like, where I think it's that, you know, where it's that Mirror Max kind of thing where they're just buying, like, foreign films to, like, show. And I got you. Things. I got you. But yeah. this is the film to see. You know, El Norte is a film to see. Like, yeah. and I, I, I guess I got to give it, like, a four and a half uh, tunnels. Absolutely. To America, you know, like, absolutely. It's just, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful filmmaking, beautiful storytelling. The acting is great. And it's seeing these uh, Mexican-American actors that we've seen before, but this is really beautiful. Like, this is a beautiful film, and it's tragic, and, you know, everyone should see it. Yeah, great. That's a great final thoughts. Yeah. I like that because, you know, we both watch it for the first time together. Yeah. And I really did enjoy the conversation we were having while we were watching mm-hmm. it because it really did feel like we were just both, like, kind of really surprised at how good exciting it was yeah and lively it feels and and how it doesn't feel so just like another like slog of like oh they're just crying and oh oh no they're immigrants and and, oh it's like it's just like oscar Beatty. again the trailer really makes it like that where it's just like this kind of like has that narrative like you know like (laughs) it's just one of those things like what What the fuck i was like yeah i guess like i i kind of laughed at the trailer i was like oh that's funny because like you know i haven't seen a trailer like this in a long time you know but it it takes you back but the trailer does not do it justice. Watch this film. You know, that's Absolutely. all I can say. Like, yeah, and so, God damn it, watch this film. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't see it on the Criterion Channel right yeah. now. But I would, I'm gonna buy this shit. Mm. This is gonna be in my collection. I'm gonna Hell buy yeah. the Blu-ray of this. Seriously, I really do love. July's this film. coming up, and they're gonna have that Barnes and Noble half-off sale. Do it, get it, throw El Norte in the cart. I'm gonna go please. wild this, this July. I don't yeah. know about you, but I'm going. Well, wild. you know, I'm hoping to too, and I'm hoping they notice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but they say, well, you know, Jordan's really trying. Let's I'm put him in the show closet. show my stacks. Yeah, because, know? no, really, this is um, a film that I really want to show, like, everyone. Like, mm-hmm. everybody. Like, I want to tell everyone about this. Yeah. Like, I want to tell my, like, everyone that I know and who hasn't seen this, I want to be like, you need to watch this. Like, let's get together and have, like, a fucking film festival of, like, great Mexican film. It makes me want like, to see Mi Familia again, cause, which I haven't seen in forever and kind of always dismissed because I was here. a young, same here. A well, young kid, you know? I, like, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit, but, I mean, I dismissed Selena because of that. I was a young kid and dumb kid I'll, and I didn't really, I'll you know? talk about, yeah, I'll get yeah. into Selena, how I felt about it, too, when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. You so, know? okay, well, my final thoughts on... El Norte is that I think everyone should see it. Um, you you can rent it if you have a Roku. I mean, I rented it on Fandango now. Really? That's how what I rented it. it. But on, you can see it. What on, else was it on? It's not on well, anything like, else. Uh, like, not streaming. It's not streaming. But you can you see it like, like on Apple TV. Because you don't like Fandango. I mean, I told, I told you. Or no, you do like Fandango. I do like. Fandango. You don't like Voodoo. I don't like voodoo. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. like voodoo. But Fandango's cool. I yeah. like Fandango. It's really quick. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, it's just right there on the Roku. If you guys have Roku. Yeah. But uh, it'd be great if it's on the Criterion channel. Unfortunately, it's not. But I, I, I would 100%. 100%. And if you ever cared about anything I've ever recommended, <laughs> seriously, don't listen to anything else but this. Yeah. Buy this film or rent it. Anyway, and you the can. fact that this came out in '83, it's yeah. just so. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. It has that liveliness and that that really because you know Nava's. You know, I mean, he's becoming one of those directors that mm-hmm. you know he feels like he's part of that '70s 
kind of uh, uh, um, what is it like Renaissance that happened. Yeah. But he just sort of didn't get that credit because he's, you know, he's Mexican from San Diego. And they made it a little later. Then. Yeah, and it was a little later. Yeah. But I feel, but, still feel like there was stuff like in the, the early 80s that was like kind of part of that, you know? Yeah. I feel like this is kind of ahead of that, you know, where it had that, where 90s was like about these kind of films, where it had these like re- really foreign But well, they tried to do that, films, yes. They know? tried to make them And this like, was yeah, like, over you know, like 10 years later. Yeah, like, you know? no, no, like, for sure. Definitely. Earlier, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. this this is five coyotes yeah. for me. Oh. This is straight. I mean, this is like really... The more I think about it, like while we were watching it, yeah. and even after I thought about it when we were done, like, and then I watched Selena, which, you know, we're going to talk yeah. about, like, oh, that, yeah. it just really, it just made me feel like so, like, I don't know. I I just really love this film. Like, mm-hmm. it just, yeah. it's something where I was just like, damn, like, you know, I would love to kind of make something like this mm-hmm. or to tell a story yeah, like that this... where, it, where it's not sentimental, where it's not stupid, where it yeah, doesn't yeah. feel like Oscar Beatty. And it's not like, you know, it really feels like something that's like telling a real story mm-hmm. and it feels. But at the same time, you can see the filmmaking. You see someone who yes. has a vision behind it, you know? Yeah. And that, you know, and now I see and this and I'm like, damn, than, this is like the best of and that. more than 10 years later and is doing kind of like a studio film still has a vision, you know? Still keeping it Where in it's there. not watered down yeah. and like, you know, bogged down by the studio system, you know? Yeah, like exactly. he's still making his vision, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's still keeping that, yeah, yeah that, that fucking like that liveliness, yeah. that, that spunk, that, that Mexican fucking... This, yeah, it exactly. I love when, you know, you know he's i mean when literally things ha- make me feel good to be mexican gregory you know? nava has i mean if you sock check him he's he'll pass yeah <laughs> he'll pass the sock check cool. yeah he's yeah no all right so i mean what i'm bringing next though yes what brought j-lo to the forefront really to the block you know yeah we're talking about selena today my pick today yeah what's and your when pick? i'm what i'm bringing here is you know I want to spice it up a little bit. I wanted spice. to I wanted to bring the culture in here. Mm. You know, I wanted to bring you know because we already did the we already did La Bamba. We have an episode about La Bamba yeah. and Inside Lou and Davis. Which was so a very good episode. It um, is a great episode. Yeah. We have we what had Andrew we Gomez. It? Oh, it was uh, Inside Lou and oh, Davis. Oh, Inside Lou and Davis. Yeah. Yes. We had a guest, Andrew Gomez, um, of the Put Me Over podcast. Also a yeah, yes. uh, a Sandy with Andy. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and so. He when made, am I getting my Sandy? He made, <laughs> he made some great arguments about why that film belongs in there. And again, we talked about the, yeah. uh, you know, the, the Mexican-American king. Mm-hmm. We already brought him to the collection. He got in. And yeah. I thought, well, it's just not going to be right if we, we don't bring queen. the Mexican-American queen. And she is the Mexican-American queen. I mean, she is the, the Mexican-American Virgin Mary. I'm, yes. And so what we're talking about is Selena. Selena. Selenas. Selenas. Anything for Selenas mm-hmm. from 1997. Yes. <clears throat> Again, directed by Gregory Nava. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, J-Lo as Selena. Yes, starring. Mm-hmm. The Breakout. We have Edward James Olmos as Abraham. <clears throat> Excuse me. John Seda as Chris Perez. Mm-hmm. Jackie Guerrera as Suzette. Constance Marie the beautiful Constance Marie. Constance She's fantastic. Perez. Wait, what? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. As Marcella. Hey, don't. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Jacob Vargas as AB. AB as the brother. Junior. Yeah. Rebecca Lee Meza as young Selena. Mm-hmm. And again, Lupe Anteveros as Yolanda. Yes. And this obviously is the true story of Selena, a Texas-born Tejano singer who rose from cult status to performing at the Astrodome as well as having chart-topping albums on the Latin music charts. 
and this has wonderful and fantastic that we're going to get into cinematography from Edward Lackman, uh, which wait, did yeah, a lot yeah. of. What did he do, Jordan? Well, he did. Uh, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. He did Carol. Carol. He did a lot of those uh, Todd Haynes stuff, and yeah. he also messed around with Todd Soledad. So yeah, he's a Todd man. Yeah. He did Life During Wartime, which is actually in the collection. Yeah, and, and he did Wiener Dog, Wiener which Dog, is a which great, a great film. Which, yeah. which all those films look fantastic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I'm bringing Selena, and the reason that I d- I'm bringing Selena first and foremost because I'll do anything for Selena's. Well, okay, well, you know what I'm saying, and. I also wanted to kind of redeem myself. Okay. Because, redeem you know, yourself. when I was younger, I um, I really didn't... I didn't, I, I didn't appreciate this film for what it was. Mm-hmm. And maybe I didn't really appreciate Selena for what she was. Okay. I didn't have anything against her or anything, but the film itself was something that I didn't really... You know, when you know, it was always on. People always watched it. Everyone, yes. you know, everyone loves this movie. If you're a Mexican-American, you love this movie. Yeah. And I didn't not love it. I just didn't. I sort of just kind of was like, well, it feels very much like a just a too uh, simple film. It's just mm-hmm. too uh, paint by numbers by the book. And that's because I wasn't watching the film. I wasn't really paying attention. You're too much. You you had already made your decision in your head, and you I just had, watching. I had dumb little eyes. boy eyes. Yeah. Dumb little boy eyes, mm-hmm. and I. I didn't understand what it was. There and, was no Bob character in this film. And there was, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, La, La Bamba was different. You know, yeah. again, because I'm a stupid f- male, yeah, yeah. and so I related more to La Bamba. Yeah, and all it was your like, machismo shit. Yeah, you know? it was just You're like dumb. all the machismo shit yeah. to it. And, and so, have, you know, yeah. as a dumb idiot when I was young, I, yeah. I thought maybe I couldn't relate to something like Selena. But mm-hmm. that's not true at all. Yes. Because now watching it as an older, much well, wiser let, let me, moviegoer well, and man... Let me tell you my kind of experience. Oh, okay. You, you as a like younger, it. as a younger boy, go for it. Okay, you know, I, I had no idea about Selena until she was murdered. You know, not at all. Like that was never on my radar. Who, like, who is this? You know, like she has out. Like you know, like all of a sudden, fifth grade people are like having their her album. You know, or whatever. I had no idea about Selena. Then, like, you know, there was that whole thing where they're looking, they're, like, they're making a movie, like, right away. She died in 95. This movie comes out in 97. Like, that's pretty, a uh, pretty quick turnaround, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're having that, like, search for uh, who's going to play Selena. And they get uh, Jennifer Lopez or whatever. And I didn't see it in the theaters, but where I did see it was on HBO when I was younger. Because we had cable or whatever. And... It's one of those films where I saw it when I was younger on HBO or whatever, you know, like, and all this stuff, but I was embarrassed that I liked it and never admitted that. Why I do liked. you think that? Why do you, why do you think that? What do you think that was? Like, what was, what, you know, what, what could that be? I honestly, I was embarrassed. Cause I wonder what that is too for myself. Well, you know what I, mean? I mean, it's just me as a kid being embarrassed about things that I really like. You sure. Know? Like, yeah. yeah. All, like, you know, me like being you, made fun of, uh, you know, whether, whatever I was or whatever, like, you know, like, and stuff like that. Well, and just kind of like, kind of realizing, oh yeah, I'm not going to say I like this. It's but. that fight against the. Against that, you know, you heard mm-hmm. that Selena music and mm-hmm. you saw the movie as a little kid and you, mon- you wanted to dance. Mm-hmm. I wanted to dance. I wanted to move. I mean, but I was just like, damn, I can't do that. Like, that's yeah. going to be weird. Like, people are going to think that, like, they're going to be like, oh, like, Jordan likes, like, Selena. Yeah. Like, that's, there must be something up with like, him. Like, you know, it's like where. That's I, dumb. Because I grew up, like, you know, I grew up around white people, you know. So them 
telling them yeah. that I like You're Selena, you know, telling them I like Selena is just Gringo. like, is like, uh, you know, like social suicide almost you know like that stupid shit you go through when you're younger and you know like yeah you tell me like frank sinatra <laughs> yeah <laughs> so why exactly like... you know you just can't like you know like oh what tom the jones you know like shit like that so it's one of those films that i've always seen and kind of enjoyed and then later realizing oh like other people really like this film and i was always embarrassed to say i like this film and then re-watching it and realizing how great the filmmaking is and well let's well let's talk about that really quick i mean i think both of you you know me and you sort Mm -hmm. of we 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 didn't mind the film we liked it or whatever but it wasn't because of the filmmaking it was just because we liked the film or whatever but but we had reasons why we thought well we can't really like this film we can't say why we like i I only like uh full metal jacket and i only like stuff like that like i can't watch selena you know i can't be like that which is dumb Yes, but it's very dumb but very but, dumb. yeah i just like wonder what that you know why why though like and so because well, I told you why, but, but, but also i was embarrassed okay yeah we're embarrassed but yeah. but who cared because everyone liked it and that's what i'm saying and everyone liked it for not the reasons that we really like it now mm-hmm. everyone didn't really i'm sure like a lot of people that were watching it back then didn't really care about the stuff that he was that novel was doing behind yeah, the camera all, which yeah. i mean the things that are he's doing with the lighting in this film mm-hmm. is fantastic fucking tastic like, there's like camera his, is, well yeah. well well first and foremost like there's a scene in the bus right and we're jumping around in this film because that's what we do here i'm not going to go in order but there's a scene in the bus where selena and you know the guitar player they admit that they love each other and edward james almost gets pissed and the first time that that's found out they're in a room with like bright lighting they're in a part of the bus that has bright lighting mm-hmm. and they're kind of slowly kind of the the anger is building up they're talking about this thing and then she runs to another room that is more of a like a darker kind of low lit place yes and there's like these kind of neon lights and when so when she moves in there and the the conversation becomes more intense the way that edward james almost is lit it makes him look more angry and more intense and more bigger whereas before he was sort of just talking to her and just been like hey look no you're not gonna be able to marry this guy you know, it's going to ruin this stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help out the family. And he's sort of yelling and stuff, but the lighting kind of shows that it's sort of just this argument. And then once it moves to the, the you know, the darker spot mm-hmm. where the lighting really makes that mood intense. And most, you know, lesser directors wouldn't worry about Especially something like that in a scene like that. Especially on biopics like especially like this, on biopics you know, like, and yes that's exactly the point mm-hmm. is that especially on biopics where they're not really they're, they're more so worried about the dialogue and capturing just telling you the simple beats this, like basic yes story. the beats of what like, the the things you know right yeah showing you the costumes talked about you know before, the, yeah. it's just like this greatest hits thing you know yes and like bohemian Bamba, rhapsody <laughs> yes like and la bamba is not like that you know no like, it's not it, at all it, and but bohemian where it's like these resurgence of these like biopics that are coming out like rocket man uh bohemian rhapsody is a a great example in the fact that it's just showing you this greatest hits kind of bullshit and just like you know like giving you this you know it's trying to give this like uh freddie mercury this like you know like this story but it's just the way they're telling it this and the director is showing this like you know his story is just not it doesn't make you feel for that. It it's also just you know, like sort of maybe uh, pounding you over the head too much, or really maybe giving you too much, or you know? this sort of like thing where you like you can see filmmaking in it. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get emotion. You don't get sad from those scenes because you can see yeah. the tricks of the filmmaking yeah. 
that's like happening to you you know what i'm saying yeah and and that's not happening here yeah and selena Selena, like we don't deserve selena you know like we don't deserve this kind of filmmaking like this director behind selena like who really is caring about the filmmaking of the and and telling the story of this of this woman you know like coming into her own and becoming this singer and you know like she's blowing up but she's also on the vert like she never hit her peak you know like this she was taken away you right. know and yeah. she's yeah. just on the verge of that and it's a like you know it's like gonna happen and it's like you know like all this stuff is like just like it's just almost gonna boil over but she's yeah, she it, was taken away you know like, it's from really too soon you know? yeah it's really like this kind of especially that like idea of like it's like sort of like her dad's kind of curse right mm-hmm. like that he was never able to break through in any way yeah. and then when it was able to it just gets taken away like yeah. you know it's just sort of that it's a but, dino curse and, and you know not to even like try to like make light of that or anything because it really is no, it, it, yeah. she really was taken away from us like way too soon yeah. where but she would be like, she would be like beyonce for like mexicans yeah, like exactly. mexican americans right but now. it's that thing where too like yeah it's that dino curse too but it's just like you know, like it's bittersweet because she did get so much popular. Like you know, she stayed popular because right, yeah, of her she death. Was, she you know? was able to like but uh, it's pass like, that. Right. But it's like, like how can success. you celebrate this stuff when your daughter was taken? Like you know, like like I'd, we'd much rather have her here still. Oh, you know? of course, yeah, you know? yeah, and absolutely. not have this popularity and stuff yeah. like that. You know. Well, and then yeah. So again, to bring it back to the Bohemian Rhapsody and the Rocket Man, like those films. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about how the 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 Selena films when she's doing live stuff, it feels so big. Yeah. It feels like, it doesn't feel like CGI people. It doesn't feel yeah. like uh, it's when like when she's green performing screen. at the Astrodome when she's, and when stuff she's like that. When she's performing at the right. Astrodome, when she's performing anywhere, when she's mm-hmm. in uh, Mexico yeah. at that one point, or just at a when carnival, they're gonna, when they're yeah. like rushing the stage when it's supposed to break, yeah. and she's looking at the crowd, and she tells them, "Shh." It it feels big. It feels real. Like she is like at that point, she is like the sun to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he does that great thing where he shows like the split screens yeah. of her, and then like the sun's in the middle. Like these great like little tricks that he shows to like show that she is like they're like she is like the lights for them. So yeah. in El Norte, at one point, they crawl through this fucking horrible fucking tunnel with all these rats, and they come out and they see San Diego. They see the lights of yeah. San Diego, and it's like showing this grand. You know the hel- this helicopter shot of like San Diego, like this is the promised land. Yeah. And I feel like any time that we saw Selena, he filmed it the same way. Yeah. It was like that same thing where like his her parents, everyone around her is looking at her like that. That's like what we can be. Yeah. Like as Mexican Americans, we or as Mexicans or as whatever you know, as as immigrants, as people, like we can be that. Like mm-hmm. Selena is what you know. We 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 can be something that brings everyone together. We can be like a talent. We can be something. We're not yeah. just you know. We're not just maids. We're not just you know cooks. We're not just like yeah. those people who just like are are like you know like hands like you know farm hands or yeah, whatever. We it have might be. dreams. We have yes. these things like that. and we have talent. We have like real things to offer mm-hmm. all these fucking gringos. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like and that's you know this film really captures that and and again in the same way that we talked about with El Norte and not a sentimental way in a Mm. real way in a way that gets you like excited to be a mexican american because his direction is capturing that liveliness it's capturing what it's like to be a mexican american it's Mm -hmm. what like the colorfulness like you know that that kind of like snappiness all the the long takes that he does in selena the way that he follows them around camera movements that he has that's what it's like to be a mexican american it's it's that liveliness it's 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 showing you that stress 
that mm-hmm. sort of like boom, boom, boom. That, well, yeah, that every day, like you, you, you're waking up, you're, you're hustling, you're doing stuff for your family. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're, you're figuring out a way to make the next dollar because you want to do good for your, mm-hmm. your family. You know what I mean? But that, and and a, a lesser director would have shown that in just dialogue. It would have just washed over it. it, would have, it more, well, it would have been dialogue would, and just like just, you know these. Uh, where these they're regular, not showing, they're they're just would, telling. It would, you know? Well, it wouldn't have had the liveliness behind the camera. It wouldn't have had that feeling of all the you know the natural lighting that he does, all the stuff that he does in terms of you know he always has these kind of neon lighting lights whether it's in a restaurant or a carnival all that stuff like all that lighting is always there it's always present because it's that's what being a mexican-american is it's colorful Mm -hmm. it's it's just it's just you're 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 just loud you're just that you know what i mean like and that's showing your culture behind it all you know yeah it's not just there like yeah exactly he's like not just shooting like how we said earlier talking heads like he's really making he's really painting this picture like and in the background you notice all these things like there's like where they're just like uh where um edward james almost and the wife character uh constance marcella or like her character is marcella i think right Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah where they're like you know they're at the like you know like they're doing like the sound and stuff where like uh, where they're performing at the carnival and it's just beautiful like this background like you know this carrot like this uh uh what is what are those called ferris wheels ferris wheels yeah where it's behind them and lighting them and like you know in a, another movie you would just get a blurred background and it would be nothing and it would just be focusing on their heads and the dialogue and nothing else you know it's not trying to make a shot or a mood or like kind of this beautiful thing for you you know like it's just kind of like let's just get this shot because it's you know we need to tell the story and we need the dialogue to tell it you know right where it's not where it's where it's just telling and not showing and that's what filmmaking is is where it's showing you know know? i'm just like thinking of this now it's Mm -hmm. sort of like the same but like the opposite of like what christopher nolan does Mm -hmm. where he's doing kind of the dialogue that's just telling you what the story is you know it's just like telling you what you know what you know yeah but he has all these like beautiful scenes behind him and these beautiful like things but it doesn't yeah it doesn't stick it it doesn't doesn't, feel it doesn't doesn't feel feel anything anything. it doesn't feel for the story or the dialogue you know like it's just kind of there to be there like oh like how we talk about tenant and talk a shit about tenant every yeah once because in a while. it's just like exposition yeah and and you know there's nothing wrong with exposition because you need that sometimes yeah. in films yeah, exactly. especially complicated films or films that just need to tell you a story right or trying but, to make a film more complicated than it really needs to be but the thing is that like, we're after you know, you know we we we're on to you here Nava like he does exposition in a way that it's like he's like having characters talk but the camera is doing other stuff there's mm-hmm. lighting there's yeah. things that make it feel more exciting you you are paying attention to the dialogue and understanding what's going on in the stories moving along but you're also just in trance and excited about you know the what's happening on the screen in the yeah. frame you know what i'm saying and a lot of people don't do that a lot of yeah. people don't care Not to do that yeah. they don't want to do that you know only only great people do that only great fucking directors do that yeah and Nava, I, you know, he really is becoming one of those directors that I feel like is, I, I don't know why we're not always like talking about him, yeah. you know, and you know, we dismissed it because it's a Selena biopic. And I you know? did. Like, and I and did too. We, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're guilty of it completely. And I'm saying know? sorry here. Yeah. And I'm, this, I'm is where, this is our apologies to you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Because I, you know, there's a lot of people who probably would be like, oh, Jordan, you're bringing Selena. Like, I remember you were like, ah, oh, now nah, that, that film's not. Me? I was... No, no, I'm saying me. Oh, like, you. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying people would tell me that. Like, okay. oh, like now if they heard this episode, they'd be like, oh, Jordan, like, 
You're bringing yeah. Selena like you don't like that movie. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you're right. When I was younger, I probably maybe I said admit, some dumb yeah. things mm-hmm. about it or maybe said, you know, some ignorant stuff about it because I didn't really, I didn't understand. I didn't really see what was going on. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I didn't see yeah, yeah. Uh, the direction behind it. I didn't the really see. The filmmaking behind it, yeah. Really. The, or you ignored it. You know, or or because... the point behind it. Or really understand the significance of Selena yeah. and what she brings to Mexican-Americans because yeah. me and you are Mexican-Americans. Yes, very right? much so. And so, you know, and James, uh, James almost, uh, James Edward almost has a really <laughs> good speech in in this film where he talks about that where he's mm-hmm. just like you know mexican americans have to kind of try like, harder yeah. try harder because you know the mexicans don't like us and the americans don't like us the mm-hmm. americans are like you guys are too mexican and the mexicans are like you ter- you're too american yeah and so we have to learn how to do double the work mm-hmm. and you know i wouldn't say that i that's really true for myself but at the same time i really do kind of feel that mm-hmm. where it's just like i am a mexican american and yes i don't necessarily speak spanish completely I'm, you know, I'm trying to slowly learn and, you know, I understand some of it, but, you know, that, that shouldn't make me lesser than other Mexican-Americans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still, like, I still have that culture in me. That's what he mm-hmm. tells her. Like, you have Mexican culture in you and that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. That's like a real thing. Yeah. And that, like, spills out on you, like, mm-hmm. from you, yeah. like, throughout your daily life. And, and it does for myself. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's just like, well, yeah, I may not speak Spanish, but... Neither did Selena, neither did Richie Valens, and they're literally know, the yeah. kings and queens of Mexican Americans. So American culture, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, obviously I want to learn Spanish and stuff like that, but you know, don't hate. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm learning. Yeah. It's not my fault that they didn't teach me Spanish <laughs> when I was younger. I thought like, they did. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay. They did not teach me. Yeah, um, I'm of that same thing where they did not teach us they did not teach me Spanish because they're ashamed, you know? And because they were trying, I don't know, not just to make me whitewashed, not make me, but it just was frowned upon, especially back then, you know, like in the 50s and 60s, like all that well, shit, well, well, where we're on. separated. You weren't born in the 50s. Well, I'm so. not, but I'm just saying it was it was a thing you made learned. It seem like, you made it seem like, you were just like, yeah, they, they wouldn't teach you Spanish, because back in the 50s, it was, it was well, frowned that, upon. Well, that's what I'm saying, You're because like, they didn't teach motto. my parents that, you know? For sure. Well, yes, my yes, dad, yes. my dad was like... Okay, so my dad's first language was Spanish and stuff like that, but I never heard him speak Spanish ever. Mm-hmm. I never heard him utter a Spanish fucking word in my life, you know? And my mom, they didn't teach her that either, but I mean, they kind of spoke, like, her parents spoke that because they were born in 50s, 40s, 60s, you know? Like, it was just that. Yes. It was just like, you know, you don't want to let people know that you're mexican even though obviously white people can tell you're fucking mexican because well you don't and also unfortunately white. back in that time like you and things you were had, segregated you had to get like a the job dinos by speaking even, english the dinos know? could not play a fucking yeah, stupid dino, restaurant yeah, you know yeah, what what the fuck was that shit right like a whites only restaurant yeah. like that's insane like i thought you were italian yeah like that's crazy like that's yeah. crazy that, that was still happening in yeah. the 50s like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. what are you talking about like white people like are scared of mexicans come on like we're not taking your jobs yeah. We're doing better jobs yes. than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, we're doing cheap labor. We're doing real shit here. So don't even like, you know. Yeah, don't come at me, bro. And, and then again, you know, that's what I love about both of these films. Because mm-hmm. it's like both sides of that. It's like the both both sides of that, like kind of American dream, you know, yeah. parentheses, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like in El Norte, they like, 
you know, they end up just sort of being stuck in the same kind of rut, right? Yeah. Like, like, that's their American dream. Where, where it's like, they well, realize least, it's the same labor. It is, but it's just, it's just like a different type of dictator, yeah. as we talked about. But here, but it's like get more, you get more amenities in this version. You know, well, like, well, in in um, well, yeah, you just don't get like shot in the street yeah. unless it's by some thug. Yeah. Right, you yeah, know, exactly. but like, yeah, and Selena, it's more like, well, this is the American dream of like, well, we actually made it. Like, we mm. were making something for ourselves. Like, yeah. we literally looked at everyone and we we were like, nope, and, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna make some shit. And what sucks is it's her own kind of people that shoot Selena, Yolanda. Like, she's well, a Mexican American. Like, I know? mean, I was gonna get into that. Yeah, it's that's like exactly what the this, fuck. Like, you. That's like, what we talk. I feel like that's the same thing from before. It's just like this weird kind of snake mentality yeah. where we can't we can't come together yeah you're gonna call them there's just no way yeah you, there's you, just no way no there, one understands just, that this like selena everyone's getting, a hater everyone's a fucking well hater. selena getting big is good for all of us everyone's a pinchy hater selena getting big is good for all of us you know yes it should her, be it's like, absolutely you know? but absolutely. and these people don't realize that you know like it's like we we really need to come together and we're fighting against each other for no reason and letting these other people win you know the rich people win you know and we and it's just because we see someone else in our culture or you know like being a potro or whatever you know they they don't get like they just see it as that like i i should be up i should be on the ladder up or whatever you know like you know i should be coming up this corporate ladder but i'm not because of this person you know yeah and no it's good for and all also of us. and then again most immigrants work harder yeah. than most of fucking mm. you know people and so that's why immigrants get promoted Shafted. you know that's why they, you know yeah. well i mean you know in el norte when he gets promoted yeah. that's why the that fucking that yeah. fool was all mad and that's yeah, why exactly. he called like the immigrant immigration on him yeah because it's just they literally know how to work harder you know selena mm. and them you know like her her dad knew how to work he yeah. knew that he had to work in order he to kind of have he kind of knew yeah he knew how to figure out things he knew okay well you know what mexican americans don't want to hear doo-wop yeah. even though we do yeah i mean we absolutely do yeah that, I mean, we that, love oldies i don't know that where is, that comes that from. is crazy where you're throwing beer bottles like we, you can yeah, dance, no, i mean you, you know? can dance oldies yeah you like, can dance some doo-wop like, yeah. but i get it right it's not it's, the same thing as like picture, yeah. yeah yeah but but that's what I'm saying. Like, he knew. Like, he was yeah. like, well, you're going to have to learn how to sing in Spanish. Because mm -hmm. you can't just, like, you know? Like, we're going to have to go to Mexico sometime. Like, you're representing this Mexican-American thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, like, well, that's... Well, we got we to break into this market to get to this market. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, like, a beautiful thing. Yeah. That he, like, taught his daughter mm -hmm. that, you know what? Yeah, you know, we live in Corpus Christi, Texas. And we're pretty much, you know, we speak English and stuff. But... You have Mexican but inside. But the white you. people see us as Mexicans. Yes, the they're Mexicans. always going to see us as yes. that. But no and, matter and, and, what, and you yeah. have Mexican inside you. Yeah. Like you should be proud of that. You yeah. should bring that out. Like mm -hmm. don't like don't hide that. Don't like mm -hmm. you know be scared of that. Like you were, Mondo. Hey, you I'm like, just joking. Hey, I'm just you kidding. like doo wop? I like disco. But yeah, so that's you know, and not only is that why Selena should be in the Criterion Collection, it, it, because it's just, again, Gregor Novich is bringing a bunch of great stuff. I mean, you have, you know, the, the you have the introduction of J-Lo. I mean, you know, we knew her as a fly girl before, Money and in Living Color, different things like that before, yeah. but here is when we were just like, oh, wow, like, 
There's like a vulnerability to her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why so many people really did like her in this. Because when you think of Selena, you think of a vulnerability of Mm -hmm. kind of a a a naivete. Naivety? Naivete? Naivete. How would you say that? Yeah, it's a naivete. Yeah. Yeah. So... Like you, you kind of think of that idea of you know it's it really is that she's like the you know the the Guadalupe the Virgin yeah. Mary I, she, yeah. it's just like this like she's this innocence it's it, like mm-hmm. and and I think J Lo really captures that very well this sort of you know the, she's just like a little girl through the whole way she's a very innocent little girl who feels like well no one why would you know why would Yolanda like steal from me yeah. or why would you know we should just everything should just be fine we're mm-hmm. all just you know everything's good. And, and yeah, we're I think, working together, like you know. Yeah, like and J Lo, just... and it's like everything that we're doing is good. Mm-hmm. And J Lo really encapsulates that in the film with her accent that she does. Like she kind of does this like uh, Tex Mex accent, she does. you know, yeah, like yeah. where you know you 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 hear it and stuff like that. And it's not—I don't think it's bad or anything, but it's just that her character. Like I don't know what Selena really sounded like, but when I think of Selena, I think of J Lo's portrayal as selena you know mm-hmm. and, th- well, and i'm sure a lot of people do yeah and that's i don't think that's a bad thing you know like i it's just how i was introduced to this person you know and even realized, though you know, selena even though selena is more like real look j-lo is you know she's very attractive and stuff like that but i feel like um selena is more just you know she's attractive in a different way like a, a very like real down-to-earth way mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like it's not bad she either way. Pizza and Coca Cola. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she feels very like real. She feels like someone that you're just gonna see in like you know in your neighborhood and in, in your high school who's like oh that's like the the talented like attractive girl you know mm-hmm. and again J Lo is whoa, whoa, very whoa, whoa, whoa. no no J Lo is really talented like mm-hmm. I, I think she's great in this role I think yeah. she's fantastic and where, whereas before like I really didn't give her credit for something like this you mm-hmm. know what I mean like the physicality and then even just kind of the emotional parts that she does here but. Yeah. You know, she does feel very kind of, um, she's like a famous person. I don't think Selena ever felt like that. Mm-hmm. She never felt like yeah. this famous person who was just like, oh, this model of like, that just unattainable person. She was yes. a very real person. The real you know Selena what I mean? felt yeah. very much more down to earth, for yeah. sure. Or, or just in her looks and like, everything. Yeah. She's still obviously extremely attractive and beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it felt just very more... I don't know, just like real, just yeah. like real. And again, I, I'm not trying to say that that makes anything worse because I think JLo really no, brings that vulnerability yeah. to yeah. it. That's why that that's what I'm saying. Like, cause she, you know, she has more so to her than just what she looks like. Yes. It, she's it's like bringing just, something else yeah. where she like, you know, in those scenes where she's talking to, you know, her husband, that guy mm-hmm. where, where she's sort of like courting him and like playing around with him. Yeah. It feels very much like it's it just, I don't know. It's just like real. It's just yeah. like what a goofy young mexican american girl who doesn't you know she she you know yeah, she's where not she's trying the, to impress she's anybody she's not trying to be anything of those kind of things you know she's yearning for right. and she's like a like, relationship like yeah. you know love like stuff like she's that. not like some famous person yeah. she's just like living and she yeah. just knows how to be this kind of goofy person mm-hmm. and i think like j-lo really captures that in the film which is yeah. you know i mean i don't know that's it makes sense it just makes sense it does. whereas before yes. when i was younger it didn't make all the sense in the world to me and so we watched an extended version Yes, that's another thing that we should definitely mention is we watched an extended version that's released by Warner Archive. Yeah, uh, on Blu-ray or on, on Blu-ray, archive, archive which you collection. own. Yes, I own. You know, yeah, I and know I have this VHS. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so but 
Yeah, where it's just like these extended scenes. It shows a lot more of them growing up and stuff like that. And like the kind of like uh, concert footage is a little longer and stuff like that. I feel like, like yeah, like you know, a lot like, of the songs yeah. are. They, they but a lot a of the beginning song. was more extended where they show her like kind of being teased and stuff like that. And yeah. just like her growing up and like, you know, like, and even the dad like going through things and doing stuff like with him and the Dinos and like trying to look for a job after like the whole restaurant falls apart and they have to move in with an uncle and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. You know, like it just shows, it shows a little more of their struggle and kind of where they're coming from. But you know, it, it does add to the film and that, I don't know. I think both versions well, are great. Yeah. Also. Well, what I was going to say about that is that, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it needs that longer version. It's mm-hmm. good. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'd still enjoy the film because yeah. of it, but you know, I, what I want from a Criterion Collection version of it is, you know, I just want it to be, I don't know. I feel like these, you know, this Blu-ray that you have right here mm-hmm. and, and this what VHS, you, it, you know, it just, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's celebrating this film. It doesn't oh, feel yes, like it's saying yeah. that this is Selena. This mm-hmm. is a film that matters to Mexican-Americans. It just kind of feels like, hey, yeah, just buy this. It's a Warner Brothers yeah. release. It just like this, yeah, it like, means- and I think Criterion Collection will really like, you know, it'll get, and especially like getting essays mm-hmm. and, and just like the, yeah. the artwork and everything, they'll get people who will make this feel like and talking something, about like an this event, director, like a fucking yeah. event. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure like the El Norte shit is yeah. probably, that's why I want to buy it because I want all the special features. I mm-hmm. want to read the essays that are in that because yeah. I'm sure that people can really see what he's doing here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, for me. Again, you know, here we're not film scholars, and I'm barely scratching the surface of what he's done here in terms of what yeah. his lighting and his directing is doing. You know what I mean? But because I mean, he, he's, he's doing I mean, stuff. Yeah. You you can see it, yeah. right? And I'm sure that's what I would like to see: just someone who knows and, and wants to write an essay and do some shit and about also this. You know what how I mean? how popular these musical biopics have become, and yeah. people need to oh, fucking yeah. look back on Selena. Well, that's what I'm saying. Bohemian Rhapsody. He won a fucking Oscar where this wasn't even like I don't even think it was like even this considered for every even, type of yeah, thing. Not like all, you know, yeah, that's like, crazy. Where yeah. this is like a real this is like someone really directing some shit. Mm-hmm. This ain't Brian Singer trying to have sex with some kid in oh, a pool party. <laughs> this is some real shit. No no no, for real. Like fuck Brian Singer. Yeah. He's a snake. X-Men movies sucked. And We're he's like the, he's first. the one who started directing Bohemian Rhapsody and then yes. it got take, taken over, obviously, blah blah blah. But he, look because he had the, to go fuck some kids. The point <laughs> the point is is that he's a fucking creep and this you know, for that to be praise and for that to just yeah. be so bland and flat and just have yeah. no liveliness to it, it doesn't nothing feels the, big. Yeah, the you know, editing like, on fucking Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, where you just, see that horrible clip when they're just talking even about the record. live performances yeah. that yes. we were talking about, like the live aid. These have weight. It to doesn't it, feel you know? like big. It doesn't feel like anything. These do. These absolutely do. Yeah. So Mondo, should this be in the collection? Do I need to argue more? Because I think I've been giving no, a pretty goddamn good argument. I mean, I've been arguing for it, too. No, like I, know, the, I know. I know. Selena does need to be celebrated. And one of these films as like the premier musical biopics where, where how we're talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, a rocket man. Like what's that? What's the Joy Division one? No control. It's called control. Control. But I don't whatever, know if that's you know. considered like a good one. Mm, exactly. Like it's people need to, you know, like it's there. It's like nowhere boy or whatever the hey, fuck you let know. nava direct all of these yes give him give him all the give him all the biopics well but no. i think but i think he's more i think he did this because well, he's more about mexican immig- american yes you know and he's like, more about like struggle. that immigrant life that yeah. that struggle of like going back and forth like whereas like el norte is about 
them coming to San Diego, whereas kind of, you know, well, Los Angeles. They go to Los Angeles. Well, yes, uh, San Diego and Los Angeles, but whereas like uh, Selena is more so them kind of from Texas going yeah. to Mexico. And and, it's it like out, that. You know? It's like, like that yeah. both kind of immigration from mm-hmm. both ways where you're just, yeah. you know, what does it what does it mean to be, whether it's an immigrant or a Mexican-American, yeah. what does it really mean to be that? Well, yeah, like, it's hard to be both. Yeah, it's, it's know? absolutely it's hard. It's tough. Yeah. You know, it's not, you're fighting against, like people are making things, making things harder just because they had, they went through some shit, you know? And they don't realize that, you know, you're trying to make it easier by doing this shit. Like, you know, right. like by doing this. Yeah, you're just trying becoming, to take care you know? of your own shit. Yeah. You're trying to take care of your family. And be who like you are. Like they are. You know? And like, without trying to just yeah. step on anyone's toes, you're just trying to take care of yeah. your You shit. can be who you are, but you don't have to make it harder for anyone else, you know? And that's what I think Selena was doing, you know? Yeah. She was being herself and Abe was doing him, like what they liked, you know, like. Yeah, sure, they like doo-wop and stuff, and they want to sing this, you know. They don't want to necessarily sing, like, you know, like, uh, what is what is the type of music they call it? Was it, like, uh... I mean, it's just the oldies. Tees. No, not the oldies, but, like, you know, Mexican stuff, like the... What was the... Tea? Whatever, you know, anyway. Well, Tejano and Tejano. then, like, Cumbia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They weren't doing that Tejano and Cumbia stuff. Right. You know, like, they liked... You know, like they liked American music, so they were gonna do that. You know, like it doesn't matter. Like, right? They're just trying to, you know, perform and stuff and be their own kind of people, sort of. You know, like. So I mean, and Selena, yes, um, I was embarrassed to like it when I was younger. It was just one of those things. Like, why do I like this? And I know why I like this because I just like good film, <laughs> and this film is saying much more. Than those these recent biopics, musical biopics and stuff like that. Absolutely, much more like you know, like why I you know you can still watch La Bamba because it's saying much more than just like it's not just going through the character beats. You know, it's really showing the struggle and their lives and what they went through trying to be an artist and like do these things. You know, like it it's not just the basic bare bones minimum of like oh yeah they did these great performances like that who cares you know like it just and like in bohemian rhapsody where i watched it and it just feels flat you know and this movie never feels flat it's always doing something else like it's not just you know it's really it's telling you the story but it's also making a film and realizing that yeah this is a film about somebody and someone's life yeah the only flat thing about this is uh her brother the bass player uh yeah that soul patch is really telling yeah. and, <laughs> and those bangs. glasses <laughs> his bangs his glasses. he has the Edgar. every outfit that he has in this film is just yes. awful yeah but yeah so, i mean so is it in or not God damn yeah it. it's in i All don't right. know i can't say that yeah yeah I mean, and right. it should be celebrated and it should gregory be. It Nava should is be. i mean i'm sorry i'm barely learning about this director well, but I mean, i'm glad here, i finally you know, learned about him you know like it it's, sucks that i didn't know that he yeah. did selena back yeah. in the day and that i didn't follow him and then i did that I, we yeah. haven't seen el norte before yeah you know and it, yeah I'm, I'm really i was yeah ex- we're stupid like, you know like yeah and we should never we're doubt dumb. the criterion collection we should never doubt the criterion collection we should we should never doubt mexican-american filmmakers Not and mexican-american yeah. films exactly which all of you who are listening should never doubt that either mm-hmm. Because my final thoughts on Selena, because I brought it... We know you love Selena. We all know you guys love it. I, I don't think we have to convince yeah. anyone to, to kind of say that this is a good film. I think we have a pretty good audience to back this. But I think, you know, 
it's a film that you know I don't know I, I you know I don't think a lot of people might think of it as like a criterion film they might like it because they like Selena and they're not really thinking about the filmmaking behind yeah. it but I think the filmmaking the lot, really does yeah it really does it really is just you know it just makes you be proud if you're a Mexican American or if you're just anything American mm-hmm. if you're a whatever you know what I mean it just makes you be it just makes you proud to be that it makes you proud to be able to say okay i had ancestors who came here and now i'm american plus you know whatever it is my ancestors were yeah and i can make something of myself and it and it gives you that liveliness and it it doesn't you know it doesn't like bog it down with any kind of like american culture like it doesn't give you no gringo culture it's always lively with fucking mexican american Mm -hmm. culture and it makes you it shows you that family it shows you the the connection that they have. It shows you like the stubbornness that Mexican American families have. Yes, and, it, and it, the stubbornness we had for the film liking these like liking exactly, Selena, and the idea know. that you couldn't just open up to something like yeah. this. Like he couldn't ju- like Edward James almost the yeah. dad couldn't open up to the marriage. Yeah. And then you know it, it just it, it really also just has you know I, you know I've never you know I, I for me I love long takes. Unbroken long takes in yeah. films that make sense, where you're just like, okay, I understand why they put that there. And in Selena, there's and maybe where, like three or four where they they really well, they you don't really, even it's well, well, hold on, hold on. they really well. The thing is, the reason that they're there is because they're not just there to show you like a fancy camera work. Mm-hmm. They're there because they're showing you the stress or the the emotion of what the scene is. And and so like when when you have an unbroken take and you're going around and you have whether it's in the restaurant. Or a lot of times in the backstage of the live shows, mm-hmm. it's shown you that because it's letting you know that they're like they're going through like stress and like mm-hmm. it's not stopping. Like these yeah. th- these Mexican Americans, they have to constantly be working and like figuring stuff out yeah. and really sh- like trying to you know juggle shit. Like you mm-hmm. know juggle shit all over the place, and that's what those long takes like long takes really show you. But, and that's yeah, what I really enjoy. It doesn't about take them. you out of the film where you're noticing. Well, of course it, not. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, that's not that. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, they're yeah. not. They're not flashy. They're just they're there to to uh, you know raise a sense of awareness of that feeling yeah, of, of the characters of the heightened yeah, feeling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of the heightened feeling. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I mean, again, yeah. you guys all. I like mean, Gregor Nava, beautiful filmmaker. I wish I need to see more of your, your more of your work, and I wish you made more, kind of, you know. Yeah. Because he kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it's unfortunate that he doesn't like, really have a bunch of stuff yeah. going on. But you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, all these fucking gringos, they won't let us Mexicans make movies. Yeah. A me- Mexican American makes make movies, yeah. and that's you know, I mean, whatever, that's yeah. fine because we've got classics. Yeah. Yeah, we're not just throwing out a bunch of shit. We're making solid classics. And Nava has got two here, and I think we need to put Selena in there to keep his legacy going in the cult and recognition. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you guys disagree or agree, let us know. We want to hear you guys. But please follow me, at Young Jane Fonda, on Instagram, and then at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram for mm-hmm. our podcast and then you know let us know what you guys think um tell us if you guys think that we're wrong you know if you think yeah. that maybe selena doesn't belong in there i'm sure everyone thinks that or if we sound like idiots be, you, know, you know just let us know what you guys think yeah. because mondo where can we find you where can we uh, follow yeah you, you can find me at save underscore mondo on instagram letterboxd 
Twitter, all those social medias. But Mondo, what are we doing next week? What's mm-hmm. our what's the picks going on? Okay, well next week we're having a guest. We were on Dial F for Film podcast. Oh, that's right. And uh, Carlos, he's bringing. Uh, we're watching RoboCop from the Criterion Collection, which is on. You know, it was released on DVD that's and a, Blu-ray that's a DVD and laser, and laser disc. disc. Yeah. But he's bringing more Paul Verhoeven. Uh, Starship Troopers. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. So yeah. you guys jump on that. Watch those films. If you, I mean, I'm sure you already have. But, but watch catch them again, up on them. Because you know? like, it's it going to be a really great... Something... Yeah, that's going to be a really yeah. great episode because Carlos is a really... Follow the Dial F for Film podcast. Yeah, he, he knows what he's talking about. He's yeah. seen film. He's, oh, yeah. He... He, he loves wa- this shit as much as we do. Yeah, he didn't yeah. start watching film when The Dark Knight Returns came out. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. He, he's really, you know. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So thank yeah. you guys so much for listening to us. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Join the cult. Hell yeah.